All right, y'all. Backwoods Life Podcast, episode 74. I'm actually doing good at keeping up with numbers nowadays. Usually I'd have no clue what we're on, but my distinguished guest in this episode 670 <laughs> is my longtime friend from the outdoor industry who has a plethora and wealth of knowledge, good and bad. Mr. Trent Marsh. Let's with everybody a round of applause here. Right here. Depends on who you yes. ask. Yeah. Yes, all of yes. that is maybe kind of true. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we start all of the podcasts by prefacing most of what we say is based on some version of the truth. Some version of the truth. Exactly. Or our opinion of some version of, of the something. truth. It's yeah. well, it's you know what, Michael, it's 2024. Let's just speak our truths. But nice. just let's just lean into it. It's this is our truth. We can actually go the same route the rest of the country goes, right? We, we can start <laughs> exactly. with our just, own truth. We'll just now. we'll make it up as we go. It'll be fine. Wow. Well, <laughs> how's that for getting sideways right off the bat? There we go. Let's <laughs> go straight left and right on this thing. Thanks for right. Exactly. Right. Well, those of y'all that have never listened to this before, and I don't know why you'd be on episode 74 if you have never listened, but I'm Michael Lee, Backwoods Life, 20 plus years in the outdoor industry. Mr. Trent Marsh from a multitude of companies. You can list them if you like. You don't have to. It's totally up to you because this is a subjective podcast or whatever it's, we want to do. It's, it's been the, uh, you know, the places and things. There you go. You know, don't forget to include uh, distinct, since we've gone with distinguished, uh, yeah. a prolific and award winning outdoor writer podcaster and photographer in addition to being one of the finest marketing people in all the outdoor industry I, we could stop now that's that's good I, I, we're just gonna that rewrite my resume hey. while we're doing this well, that's welcome we'll to do. the linkedin podcast <laughs> can i interest you in a service <laughs> to get your ad seen by more people yeah right not to mention uh, uh trent is a um Greatest troll on Twitter, as well as a LinkedIn uh, Allegedly. aficionado. Allegedly. Legend. Allegedly. Legend. I love it. So anyway, that goes right in hand in what we're going to talk about for the next few minutes. Uh, Trent and I were talking yesterday, brainstorming about this podcast, and um, we decided that we just wanted to come up with some of the best, worst parts of this outdoor industry we've been in for decades. Combined multitude of decades, I'd say. Mm -hmm. Multitude may be a little strong word, but I like it. It just popped in my head. Well, as as many people come and go in this industry, though, mm -hmm. it, you know, there aren't a lot of people that stack up multiple decadia in the industry, which right. we'll get into some of why that happens. But I'm going, <laughs> I'm going on 15 years, mm -hmm. uh, you know, on the marketing side, and. You know, that doesn't sound like a lot, but I've seen a whole bunch of people come and go and never be heard of again in that time. So, well, you, yeah, you, it's a you, thing. You are not wrong. Let's just say that in any form or fashion. I've been doing the video. I, I can't say TV anymore because TV is not relevant, you know. Well, it, you're an influencer. Yeah, all these marketing people don't believe in TV, and but the guys that have been around for 20 years like us, 
still do know it's a viable option. But anyway, mm-hmm. I, we're not getting to the marketing side of this thing. But that's well, we'll, we'll come back and have yeah, that. That's I a mean, whole. We're gonna come up with like six other ideas before this is all said. <laughs> well, the only problem is we might have to do multiple parts because you know I got this free version of Zoom because I'm cheap. Uh-huh. So I only yeah. get so many. You know, like what yeah. 30, 45 hour, you're, whatever you're it is. Efficient. So. Yeah, not cheap. Efficient. Efficient. Because this is what I call a non-revenue generating podcast. <laughs> So uh-huh. I, I've learned a long time ago that you don't need to spend money on anything that doesn't make you money. Uh-huh. So this is this is the broke ass podcast is what it really should be. I like it. But I like it. It's it's also therapy. A little bit more than because, anything. Because with all the all the crap we have to deal with in this industry, we need any therapy outlet outlet that we uh-huh. can get. Uh-huh. And it's uh, this one's actually going to be like probably well, it'll be therapy for some folks, and it'll be kind of pre-therapy for some others so is pre-therapy a thing if not nothing else would be a great heads up uh-huh so yeah. let's just jump right in with this because you we're just coming off of some trade shows i know there's more to come mm-hmm. what what's the best pitch you've heard yet and i say that tongue-in-cheek after after I know Shot Show. You were at that. I know. I know you try to stack your meetings with people that are the, genuinely the, people you already know that you want to work with, that you yeah. have relationships with to benefit and grow those things. But you get the random guy that walks up and goes, "Hey, yeah, you need you know you know sales rep guy says, oh, you need to talk to Trent over here." And yeah. there you go. He, he got his foot in the this that much in the door to at least talk to you. And. I'm not going to give this year's because we we didn't do ATA. We just mm-hmm. did shot, and that getting into shot is a little bit trickier. So that's, that's your your random yeah. your random Walker Upper is yeah. a little bit ahead of where some other folks are. Right? Um, okay. Okay. That's fair enough. Fair enough. We'll, but we'll... the best I'll, I'll just in history, I'll never forget this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy walked up and introduced himself explained how he was there and why he had a badge and he was so proud to pull out his phone and show me that in the last six months he was at 485 instagram followers and he was doing some real exciting stuff and was going to revolutionize outdoor television revolutionize might i say revolutionize outdoor television and he had honestly his pitch was great because he was doing something you'd never heard of before he was uh bow hunting whitetails in the midwest no really yeah um so it was i know it was it was outside the box Um, and this and this 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 is like this guy was dead serious right oh yeah he 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 was absolutely earnest wow and and just could not wrap his mind around the fact that you know we were full and didn't have space for i mean i don't know that i could have supported those 500 instagram followers he was bringing to the table anyway. so so he so he brought that 485 <laughs> instagram followers to the, and that that was his audience right there he had he had no media kit he had no plan okay basically what he asked for was a, a check made out to cash yep. and a bunch of product yeah, and that's. He, I mean, that's exactly was, how I pitch every. He meeting. was gonna light the world on fire. Yeah, that's how. I, I mean, dude, that's <laughs> how I pitch my meetings. I go in and be like, "Hey, man, just y'all got like you know a duffel bag over there in the corner. Y'all can just throw mm-hmm. some clothes in there. Let's mm-hmm. just go ahead and beef this thing up and get it rolling. I mean, I'm ready to party. You know. And it's like I say that kind of half tongue in cheek, like you know, again, this is pre therapy. 
I don't mean to discourage anybody that's trying to get a foothold in the industry, but do better, man, like Google media kit. If I say media kit and you don't know what I'm talking about, go ahead and look into that. that well, this, that's important. My, my favorite things about media kit since we've opened that Pandora's box is you can tell who does it themselves, who knows mm -hmm. what they're doing and then mm -hmm. has an agency or a representative do it. Like there's mm -hmm. three, there's three buckets of media kits that I look at. So the first one is the ones that do it themselves um, that don't know what they're doing. Number one. Mm -hmm. And those are usually a word document because I have mm -hmm. got, literally, and I'm talking, I've gotten two word documents in the last month from people that have been in this industry for a long time. Like I'm not was, a, pro this is not a proposal. This is the media. This is a, this is their media. This is a so media, like, cause the uninitiated, a media kit is like, that's your elevator pitch. It's, oh. it is the hot, fast, sexy, like, look how cool we yeah. are thing. Like I should go through your media kit and go, yes, these yeah. are the people I want to work with. Mm -hmm. And you got a word document. I, I've gotten word doc, two word documents that stick out of my mind right now. And, um, I'm one of them, like, if you can get to me, like, if you, you know, if you can get, like, I, I'm not one of those that if you're going to, you send me a message on Instagram, hey, man, I'd love to work with y'all. That ain't going to cut it. Like, you've at least got to call the office, get my email, get my phone number, get through that line of defense, get through my sales guy, whatever you got to do to get to me. Yeah. All right. Because, yeah. look, I've had to do it for 20 years. Earn your stripes. See, look, I got a thumbs up over there. Thumbs up. Mm -hmm. So, um earn your stripes is what I call it and do your due diligence to at least know who the person is. Not just, can you please send this to the marketing person? Like mm -hmm. sh shake somebody's hand and say, Hey, who, who do I need to talk to there and do that? All right. So, but anyway, and these are people that actually got to me and I said, Hey, send me your media kit. I'll look at it. I can't guarantee anybody anything. And I'm, cause I'm one of them. I will listen and look at anybody. You never know. Like something may be like, you know what? This really is a good idea. But I get one word document that's got two lines of stats, few thousand followers. Then the next page, if that is three price points packages, all higher than most people I'm paying right now. And they have, this this person does not have a TV show on TV on linear TV, has a little bit on the streaming side no YouTube and Instagram, somewhat of a Facebook and no, like nothing, like nothing. There's nothing there. Like they take great photos and do some video stuff and the, the footage might be great, but where's anybody going to see this? So oh, I was just focused on who had walked up to me at trade shows. I had somebody come through uh, at a previous employer, I had somebody come through the Instagram DMs that they, you know, we'd love to work together. We're just getting up and going. We'd like to do X, Y, and Z. Here's a couple links where we've already done some stuff with your product. We love it. We'd like to work together. Uh -oh. And I watched them. It was three videos and all three were wrong. One one gave the wrong number of batteries to make the product work and another connected an antenna wrong and like every one of them was kind of worse than the last and the real kicker was um uh, 
I, I actually ended up getting an email through the sales team on that deal because these guys were going around telling people that they could get them discounts on product that they were working with us before they were actually working with us and pissed off a pretty good dealer in the area in the process. Well, so that made that decision really easy. <laughs> I mean, it was already easy. They, they, they burnt a bridge before they got to it. Like that, that was kind of what I found amazing. Like normally I have to work with someone for a little while to be that annoyed with them. Yeah. No, 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 no. They, they're, they truly are revolutionizing this in that they are, they are getting themselves in the doghouse before they're even in the backyard. That's like walking yourself out the door with security not even being called right there. It's like, the it's the it's the Simpsons meme where his dad walks in the restaurant, takes the hat off, turns right back around, puts the hat back in, <laughs> walks out the door. It's that. It's that. Wow. It's just that quick. No, well, so so I know we're telling people what not to do. So we're going to piggyback one more on, on the one not to do, and and I got another set of media kits from. Um, if you, if I told you who it was, you'd be, you'd probably be surprised, but not very surprised because you know, them or, or know the, the group or the outlet, whatever. But I get another, cause I always ask for everybody's updated media kits that I'm currently working with every year, just to mm-hmm. see changes, any you know networks, social, whatever, something new. And I get these, these media kits from people that I'm already working with. I know what they're doing for the most part, but the media kits, all they, t- it's it's two pages and all they talk about is the network and the network numbers that like not even their show numbers, but this is, this is what network we're on. This is the network numbers. That's it. There, there's no, what we're going to do for you. There's no, right. Make me even feel happy about what you're doing. Right. There's no vision. And so that's another, and they were at least in PDF file. So I mean, it wasn't a word doc. That, well, yeah. So, but that's another what not to do. Now I'm going to tell everybody what to do. Short and sweet and powerful. Show me who you are briefly. Do not talk about how great you are. Just show me who you are, mm-hmm. what outlets you're on, and stats. Show me numbers. Show me your follower count. Show me your reach. Show me your growth. Show me your video views. Show me your impressions if you want to. Show me your reactions. I don't care. But show me something that's going to get me excited and say, look, this person reaches people, not 485 Instagram followers, because I promise you, your reach is not going to be very high. But you don't have to have 2 million followers either. Well, if you've got a, the, yeah. you know, if you've got 100,000 followers and you're reaching 500,000, then you're, you're outpunting your coverage, which is what mm-hmm. you want. And then show me in your media kit what you're capable of. Give me links to your videos that are accurate, not you know wrong battery counts. And then show me some good photography. Sh- show me what you're bringing to the table. Yeah, that's all. It's I a have. resume. It's a resume. Yes. You know, everybody right. always tells you you write a resume. You got to have some action words in there. What are what are you doing? So <clears throat> bring a plan, like you said, and and you know. I'll, Everybody always has levels, right? But of uh, on the sponsorship side, but kind of have that good, better, best type situation. You know, especially if you're waiting until the trade shows to go in and start knocking on doors, understand budget's probably allocated. Yeah. So we're picking around the edges at this point. So anything that's coming in this late in the year is somebody dropped off or somebody went a different direction or whatever the case may be. But but have 
have a plan, have a couple plans. The other thing I would say, you know, everybody thinks from the outside looking in, everybody thinks this is a really big industry. This is a really small industry. If you've got brands that you know are happy working with you, give me someone to call. Give me a reference. Because if I don't, you know, first of all, if I don't know you because of how small this industry is, if you walk up and hand me your card and I've never heard of Trent and Mike's Raging Killer Time TV. That'd be an awesome name. (laughs) You got one strike against you already. If I already don't know who you are, you are at the bottom of a big hill you have to climb. So you better give me a couple of names of someone that I can pick. Well, you know, we've done some stuff with Michael over at Lethal. Okay, well, I, I happen to know him along with a good portion of the balance of the industry. I'll drop a dime on it. Hey, these guys dropped off cards. You Are you happy? You know, get find somebody to help carry your banner. Uh-huh. You know, but at the end of the day, if you're going to make that work, the biggest problem with folks that I've worked with across all spectrums is they overpromise and underdeliver. Fact. If if you are going to come into this industry on the content side, your goal should always be underpromise, overdeliver. You know, I, clearly tell me what you're doing. If you're a really slick photographer and you're going to include some photography in our plan, great, say that. But Tell me that at this price level, you're going to send me 50 photos and then send 60. Yep. You took them. I know you've got like, because at the end of the day, those are the relationships where we're always from, because I, I wear both hats, not a, not as a content creator, but as a freelance writer and, and doing the marketing thing, like my needs change and I get behind an eight ball and I need something. Right. And if your answer to me when I need something is, well, that's not really in the scope of our work. I'm not saying I'm going to call and ask for 10 five-minute produced videos, but just like, hey, do you have any photos of XYZ? Can you help me out with this? I got a new campaign going. You know, those those good working relationships of, yeah, no, I can take care of that. I can help out with that. You know, I'm, I'm going to do the same thing too. You know, maybe I'm going to let you go over your product allowance a little bit because you, you needed something because you added a rifle or whatever the case may be, but share the stats but honestly if you're gonna lie where where a lot of people go wrong they lie to inflate the stats to get the agreement and then they can't live up to what they pumped up if you're gonna lie short your stats Uh short your stats bring enough to the table that somebody's going man you know what yeah they're not getting a lot of eyeballs necessarily not getting some eyeballs we'd get somewhere else but look at all this other stuff they're bringing to the table and doing right for us. And then give yourself that opportunity to be the hero. You come in at the end of the year and go, here's what we are anticipating. Our numbers are up 15%. Cool. That that makes, because at the end of the day, the marketing person that you're dealing with has boss too. And at some point, he's going to have to go to somebody and justify your line on the budget. And if you're not giving them a reason to justify your line on a budget, your line on the budget is now in jeopardy. Well, as as the roles you and I both sit in, um, I and 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 you look at it probably the same way I do, but I I treat this like it's money in my pocket. It's my like it's my own money, not a company money that I just get to spend. It, this mm-hmm. is like okay, if, if I'm gonna look at this from a holistic approach, I'm a biz, I'm the I'm the owner. I'm my boss. And I'm saying, okay, this is our budget right here. 
how am I going to make this make money for my company? How's I'm, how am I going to get the most eyeballs for this money? Not, oh man, they, they'll do a good job. I'll just give them some money. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's not going to work. Like you said, if there's anybody doing their due diligence and I, I've got a pretty broad, uh, you know, at lethal, I've got a pretty broad uh, category and I've got to make it work for a lot of different stuff. But at the end of the day, I'm not, I don't have really tight reins as far as that. They trust mm-hmm. me to do my job because I've done it for so long. I've been in this industry so long. They're not, I mean, they've seen what I can do just like you. I mean, people see what you can do, but you know, I, because I treat it that way and they know I'm cheap. Like I'm going to be mm-hmm. like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to, I mean, I've got proposals sitting right here on my laptop for some very well-known people in this industry and I would love to work with them, but it comes down not to a- make it, making sense. It's come down to the, does the money match the ROI? And yeah. I actually had an email from a guy today checking on like just what we're talking about, checking up on a, uh, somebody that I work with just to ask how, how I like that relationship, whatever. And I, you and I have talked about stuff like that in the past too, but with all that being said, you know, I explained to this guy though, cause he he's, he's of the mindset. If I'm going to spend $5,000, am I going to make $10,000? Well, that's not the way you got, you have to look at what we do. Mm-hmm. And I know, I know we're kind of getting off the topic a little bit, but, um, that's valid point because I think a lot of people that sit in the marketing roles look at, hey, yeah, if you're working, if you're going to work with an influencer and you're going to give them a dedicated link and say, okay, I'm going to pay you X amount of dollars. You post this link. I can track direct sales based on these posts. That's one way. That's one mm-hmm. mindset. But again, me and I both can lead a horse to water, but we can't make anybody drink. So that, well, because, I mean, go ahead. that it's the, relative to the industry, I'm a pretty young dude doing the job that I'm doing and I've been doing it for 15 years. So I've been really young in this job for a long time. And Mm. for as long as I've been in the industry, everybody's telling me print's dying, print's dead, no future in print. And now we're doing the same thing with TV. Oh, TV's dying. TV's dead. It's not a good medium. No, it's just flat wrong because what happened again, this is just a rant now. So cut me off. We're getting short on time, but <laughs> digital advertising is where everybody thinks they want to drive money. And I, I just had a LinkedIn rant about it. Not that long ago of nothing converts like digital digital is where it converts. No, it's just that nothing's trackable like digital. Right. So sure. You put the link to buy out in front of somebody but if you didn't run a print campaign and have five influencers in their in their timeline talking about product, are they going to click that link? Everybody wants to forget about everything that happened right up until the moment that they clicked on that link. But how are you keeping your brand top of mind? Is that working with an influencer network that's hitting the people that you're talking about? Is that being in the print outlets that people are picking up and looking through? Is there's a digital component. There's an email component. I'm I'm a holistic marketer because every touch point matters all of them mm-hmm. and and you have so many people that you know they'll spend money on a salesman because exactly what you're talking about i can pay a salesman eighty thousand dollars this year and he's going to go make me a million in revenue you can't do that with marketers if you try to do that with marketers they become a digital sales team and then you're not doing marketing you're carnival barking you're just trying to turn i, I i've said it you know, just switch jobs not that long ago through the interview process. I I specifically said, if you treat conversions as a marketing metric, we will not get along. Yep. You will not enjoy working with me. That is a sales metric. 
Yeah. I am here to support sales, right. but conversions are not a marketing metric. And that's this whole digital thing has allowed marketing averse people to discount other things and say, well, those are just expenses. We need to invest here. But it, it doesn't work that way. And it's especially depending on the product that you're working with, it can really end up cutting against you in the long term. Our jobs is to create brand awareness and product awareness, new product awareness and functionality and why we're improving our product lines, why our product is better than competitors. It's our job is a it, that's what marketing is. Marketing is not sales. And and you're right. The sales complains about marketing. The owners complain about sales. It all flows back to this, the marketing problem. Mm -hmm. Well, that that's the thing with it is you and I both know we can market. We, we can it, literally everyone on this planet can know about our product. And if there's nowhere to buy it. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter. That. I, Mark, what I've, I've it's been here lately. Marketing, if you want a job in marketing or if you're working for marketers, understand we are essentially professional turd publishers. That's what we do, right? And at the end of the day, no one in marketing will ever get credit for what they do because if it sells, sales is going to say, man, we place that well. Product development is going to say, man, we gave you a great product to sell. If it flops, well, if marketing had done a better job, we could have sold that. It's 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 always marketing's fault and marketing never did what they were supposed to do because everybody else is going to take that credit. And it's not that marketing should get all the credit, but it's absolutely one of those situations where marketing is the scapegoat. And it's easy because from a very business dollars and cents standpoint, marketing is a pure expense. The problem is it's an expense that keeps the hopper full in a lot of other locations mm -hmm. and keeps that top of mind awareness going to where you can cut it and I can show you Google trends for brands that have done exactly that. And does it hurt in three months? Probably not. Does it hurt in six months? Maybe not. Let's look at a five-year arc mm -hmm. and see what it did over a five-year arc. And I can show you absolutely chapter and verse through where if you're going to divest of marketing and a, and a cohesive branding strategy, it will come back and bite you. I'm going to, I want to see if this, this, this works. There it is. Fireworks. There it is. Fireworks. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Zoom. Yeah, Thanks. Man. AI. I love technology. Um, Mo, you're spot on, man. Like, you know, and, and and according to my timer up here, we got eight minutes left in this podcast. So I see a part two coming uh -huh. very easily yeah, after, after we got this. sidetracked real quick. Yeah, we we went well. It's typical Michael Trent conversation. We just uh -huh. go with it. But um, you know, so I guess I mean our our purpose for this thing is to show anybody that listens all the aspects of what we deal with, good and bad and ugly, and um. I don't know, from an entertainment value, this may not be the best yet, but from an educational value, if you want to know about mm -hmm. this industry, you, you're getting some some home run insight right now from what you can do better. Yeah. You know, because the, the marketing mindset is, dude, it's like a shotgun pattern, right? Mm -hmm. You got a really tight group in the middle that a lot of people think this, but then you get these outliers. 
And you never know. The outliers will still kill a turkey, right? Mm-hmm. Simple as that. You might miss your target, but guess what? That's why a shotgun pattern is what it is. It's well, not a rifle. And if there were five, five, you ask five marketing people the same question, you'll get six answers. Like yep. that's that's just how that works. And that, you know, back to again, kind of telling people what what they what they should do and and what you know how they should approach this. That's a big part of the reason of why giving options. Yep. And you you just you can't be, you know, similar to you know mine and Michael's situation. We don't have a job. We have multiple jobs. You can't just be a thing mm-hmm. and expect to be able to offer enough. If you really want to try to make a living doing this, you you got to be multifaceted. And I'll I'll add one more little bit of of element to this that I've said it before in other places, but I'll say it here is if you think you want to get into outdoor television outdoor writing whatever you think whatever you want to come work in this industry and do what you think is the cool part making photos making videos whatever the case may be that's not actually your job that's what you have to deliver but doing that stuff doesn't mean anything if people aren't willing to write you a check for the efforts that you put into actually doing that thing your first job is a sales job. And if you say, I don't want to be a salesman, rethink everything that you're thinking about doing. Because if you can't walk into a meeting with me and sell to me what it is that you're doing, you're going to be a volunteer turkey hunter. (laughs) And, And that's just, that's not paying the bills. That's not feeding the kids. That's not paying the mortgage. It's just not happening. So yeah, you may think, I'm an awesome photographer. I'm an awesome videographer. I got this social media thing nailed down. Great. But until you sell me on that, that don't pay. You're spot on, man. I'll tell you what. Let's do this. Let's wrap this one up. On that note right there. And and, and part two of this, episode 75, next one. We're going to knock it out right after this. I'm thinking that we really go down that route of those people that we're talking about what they're doing wrong and how to get it right and then we've actually made some what progress in this in theory in, in this pod, until pod we get episode. distracted on that one and we'll figure out what episodes 76 through 84 are. <laughs> <laughs> all right so y'all let's through y'all made if y'all made it through this one just go ahead and click on the next one how's that hang hang on for the next all right we'll be right back